Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better, visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us on this edition of the Dream Team, Ivan Ho's finest. It's pride and joy. It's baby boy, the great Joel Thompson. How are you, legend? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. What are you up to with yourself in 2023? Uh, 23. Um, I've been working for a railway construction company, yep. the group. Uh, now uh, bought my own RTO, Yakka Training, so focusing on the training side of things, getting people trained up and out to the workforce. How can we find out more about the business? Yeah, you can find it on, on my socials, but um, it'll be yakkatraining.com.au. Um, yeah, so July 1 we're kicking off and... Uh, we're going to be in New South Wales, Queensland, um, hoping to take it on in every state, but it's exciting. It is exciting and very different, isn't it? It is different, but I guess, uh, you know, retiring from footy, going into the construction game, I just see a space I can make a difference yeah. and, and really, um, yeah, help people, set them up for the, for the life and, and build careers. Are you enjoying life away from footy, even though you're sort of still playing a little bit yeah. of footy? Yeah, I am actually. I really am. I was ready to retire. My body was just letting me down, and yeah. um, obviously nervous like most footballers when they when they finish up. But I'm I'm really happy. Eh? I I am. I I enjoy retirement. Um, it's good now to sit back on my couch and, and watch guys just rip it into it and, yeah. and feeling good. You know, taking my kids out to do things that sometimes wouldn't let me in my body. So <laughs> um, no, nah, I'm enjoying it. It's good. You're playing with the family out at Ivanhoe, and you've just told me before the interview. Brisbane to Sydney flight, flight yeah. from Sydney to Griffith, three-hour drive, Yeah, put the boots on, get bashed up for a while, see the family <laughs> and come home. Yeah, no, you're right. So, you know, I was having a conversation with my nan and my nan just put the word on me, son, I'd love you to come out here and play for Ivanhoe and it would mean so much to me. I'm like, nan, I've just started the business. I've got so much happening. <laughs> she goes, please, just come out and play. So. Here I am going out there and, um, you know, it's a couple of flights on a trip. But honestly, out of all the times I've played rugby league, it, it was really special seeing everyone, you know, come together, yeah. um, that, that real country footy. And, um, yeah, it made me fall in love with the game again and, and why I started playing it. And, you know, you see the local police officer mixing in with the local, you know, people from the community. or te- yeah. te- It sort of brings everyone together and that's what's really special about rugby league and why 100%. I love it so much. And. Um, yeah, it was good. It was good to be, you know, I had 11 cousins in, in the side. Wow. Yeah, and young cousins, you know, it made me feel a bit older. But, <laughs> you know, when they were just tiny, you know, watched them now come up and now I got the, uh, yeah, I got the play beside them. It was pretty cool, though. 234 NRL games. Is there one, for whatever reason, that yeah. stands out above the rest? Uh, I guess, 
there's so many for different reasons, but playing against Penrith, I'm not sure. I, I think it was round one. Um, Penrith were favourites and playing at Cogra and playing for, you know, the Dragons fans yep. were, were mad, you know, on the yeah. hill there and loud and, you know, it was a big game. And I don't know, it was just one of those days that I felt good, like no one could stop me. And, and I just sort of – I ended up scoring three tries and I thought I'd never – now struggling to score one try, but to get you know yeah. three tries and and to really just you know that was something that was really special you know just not just for me but for the team but for my family you know it's um, yeah it was it was a cool day. Raiders Dragons Manly, if they're the last three sides left in the comp, who are you cheering for, Jolly? Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's actually a really tough one. <laughs> you put <on> that. <laughs> it's different reasons. Like I guess Raiders. They are a really good club for me. I went there as a young, immature, you know, yeah. kid, um, and I grew up there under some really good people, and they gave me, you know, a shot and made my debut yep. in 08. Um, but they really helped me out, you know. I had a laugh with um, Donnie Ferner. I don't know if you guys have spoken about this publicly, but I know I was, I was a rat bag, right? And he, him and um, Dave Ferner and a lot of people around the club were just really good for me. And nice. uh, I remember... I was up to no good, and one one day I got caught out um, going to the local IGA and um, getting chocolate milks and just sculling them and just leaving them in the in the aisle. And the and the, and the owner of the IGA goes, he let me go for it because he knew who I was. But he goes, he goes, he had to call it out. And then yeah. Donnie's fur like, Joel, what is this now? You you know, and just absolutely just ripped into me like, come on, you're you're a foot you're. A, Earn it, mate. You know, you don't need to be going there stealing no. chocolate milks and, and sculling them and, and, and putting them back in the fridge. But yeah. in, in saying that, like, there was different, you know, things where I, they really, instead of, I guess, they just cared. And, you know, I went yeah. back there the other week and it was just good to see everyone. So I'll always love the Raiders for that. But I grew up supporting Manly, living with my nan. She was a Manly supporter. And um, I jumped on the back of Manly at a young age. There's actually a photo I'll show you after this. There's a photo of me, little chubby fella in a number 11 jersey. And, um, you know, I love Steve Menzies and I love, wow. you know. And then, um, you know, for a kid that probably had the odds against me to play NRL yeah. and, you know, being remote, being all these different things happening, I sort of went on to play in a, a number 11 jersey and actually got given my debut jersey for Manly by Steve Menzies in number 11. You know, it was yeah, sort of a bit of a surreal cool. thing. So, you know, that, that was something that was special to that, that club. Okay, and mate. Dragons, sorry, I have to throw yeah, Dragons. Dragons were, Dragons were a champion club too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any episode, any time, our interviews never date, never, any of them. Over 500 to choose from. Download the lot and rip in, legends. Um, dream Team time. Who have you got at fullback? Uh, Benny Barber. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was just so elusive. If his forward pack got in the front foot, mm. there was no stopping him. 100%. What about your wingers? Uh, wingers, I've got GI. Obviously, I could put him anywhere. GI and Brett Morris. You know, Brett Morris was just such a another soldier when yep. the things got tough and he could always finish tries off it. And GI's GI, you know, he was something special. You started in the centres. What about the size of these wingers these days? But these two, Brett Morris and GI. Yeah. I guess on the back of Wendell and Lottie, the first monsters. I mean, they're yeah. basically back rower size. Yeah, they are. Even so much, they, they're a different type of player as well with, yeah. and the way they move. I just think, you know, GI is a really good kick target. 
Um, and then Brett Morris was just, he could just finish off anything and mm. turn, you know, the unpossible. Yeah, he'd just make something happen. And, um, and he was just always doing them tough carries coming out and always put his hand up and, and get his team going. So, yeah, really good. Good wingers there. I reckon we've got the set started well with Barber, Morris and Inglis. What about your centres? Yeah, centres, obviously I couldn't look past Latrell Mitchell. Yep. Um, something very special and, you know, give him a couple of slaps in the head and, and fire him up, he'll get going yeah. and, and he could turn the game very quick. Um, and then Jamie Lyons, obviously just a, a, a champion follow-up but just a champion player yep. and just very skillful and, um, again, oh, yeah, Looking at that back line. <laughs> There's some points. Yeah. Yeah, some serious yes. points. Yes, there is. Mate, Luttrell and Jamie, yeah. both centres, yeah. both elite level but so different from one another, and that's yeah. what I love about centre. Yeah, that's right. And they've got that different skill set and different style about them. I, I mm. want a bit of a, you know, you're all power and all their different, all, you know, they've got a different, they bring a different skill set. And yep. I feel Jamie Lyon... Yeah, he's one of the fun who will get out, skip out, and do a little flick to, you know, a GI flying down the wing. And, you know, then Latrell would, can just use his absolute power, yeah. barnstorming power, and then create that space for um, Brett Morris. And, um, mm. yeah, just a, two different styles, but still so good. Okay, what about your halves? Yeah, so I've got Cliffy at 5'8". Uh, Cliffy Lyons, obviously just an absolute master. Um, you know, yeah, he's... He's obviously one of those players that can, again, get a lot of points and, yeah. and just crafty wow. as. Um, and then I've got JT, obviously, at, at yeah. half with you know, good leadership, great kicking game, all those type of stuff. And, um, yeah, I couldn't look past them as halves. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better, visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Stream Team time. Our guest is the superstar Joel Thompson. We've done the backs. Let's rip into the forwards. Who have we got? Uh, let's start at lock. Uh, Bradley Clyde. Yeah. Yeah, he was just another champion fellow, but a champion player. Um, really gritty, really tough. Really, yep. he'd turn up and not let anyone down. Second rowers? Yeah, I, uh, two different style of players. I I, I liked Boy, Boyd Cordner. I, yep. I liked playing against him. I liked his style. Um He's probably a player that actually stopped me from progressing. I felt like it was an opportunity there for a couple of years to try and push into left back row, but yep. he had that you know, tied up mm. for a long time. Didn't he? Because he was such a good player. And, yep. Um, you know, he was – He was. Uh, I liked he, how he would just always run his lines and he's always turning up and never letting down his team, but all, also doing all the little, the little tidy-up stuff as well for his team and just a great, great leader and a great captain. Okay, who's in the second row with him? Yeah, I put Birdie. 
big birdie than Adam and Greg Bird. So I'll put Birdie there because he was tough. He was he had no he was just smacking everyone. Yep. And, and you need someone to go in there and really have the other Ford pack looking up and see who's coming. And you do, don't you? You do. And yeah. I feel like you know Ford packs can get bullied if you don't have someone up there going. You know what? Let's have a crack then. Let's let's go and rip into it. And Birdie was one of those players that would sort of you know set that tone. Isn't it uh, amazing that Birdie lives up here on the Gold Coast where we're recording this interview? It is in Queensland. He yeah. hated Queensland for so long. They hated him for so long. Yeah. But he's in his element up here. Yeah, no, he's happy. I caught up with him another week. Um, he's going good. You know, he's a champion fella. Yeah. Good laugh every time I see him. But Are you two allowed to play together? No, I don't think we're allowed to play or, or hang out together. Yeah. I feel like we're a bit too mad together. So, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he's doing well. Okay, mate, what about our front rowers? Yeah, obviously I've got Shane Webke and Petro, Oof. the Broncos, back in the in their time. In the, in the, oh. I just feel like, man, they're just so they're just tough and just so resilient and, and nothing would stop them or get in their way. And I just needed two strong, tough front rowers that didn't – there's nothing fancy about them, but they got our sets going and done what they needed to, the, you know, give all the, the, that backline opportunity to play some footy. Webke, Sivanus, Lever and Clyde on tackles one, two and three. You'd be loving it as a halfback, wouldn't you? But we need someone to give these guys service. Yeah. I reckon I've got an idea of who you might have at nine. Yeah, yeah. well, Cameron Smith. Yeah. I, I still believe the greatest in the play the game. Yep. I, I truly do. And Obviously, did I like playing against him? Did I like – no, of course I didn't. I, I didn't – I couldn't stand him. But yep. um, he was a champion. There's no denying it. Yeah. He's, um, and he was a leader. He was – he actually, at my last game, I'll never forget it, he come up and congratulated me on my career and, you know, said some really nice words. And, you now I'm not picking him for that reason, but yeah. it sort of reflects him as a person. Like, yeah. he didn't really have to do that. And yep. um, I just feel like he's not just an absolute quality player and a champion player, but he was just a champion fella too, and I like that about him. Yeah, he, uh, he is a champion fella, and... Um just a little insight for anyone listening. Uh, he is a champion fella off the field. His kids are the most well-mannered, best-behaved, yeah. engaging young kids I think I've ever met. So he's also, I, I believe, a, a fabulous uh, a fabulous parent. Um, you've just blown the salary cap out of the water. We're not fitting this side under, I don't know, $20 million. Yeah. Mate, uh, centre or back row, what did you prefer and where did you play your best footy? Oh, well, as, I, I was a back rower um, from the start, but there was a few injuries at Canberra at the time yep. where I jumped in at, at centre there and I enjoyed centre, but I could move a little bit more freely. I, I had a uh, osteopubis, I think that's how you pronounce it, yep. injury through my groin. It stiffened me right up. So I come back from that and the next preseason, I was just so stiff and I haven't changed. I got stiffer as I went on in my career, but I um I couldn't move like I used to. It sort of like it put me back into the position that I really was, you know, a back yep. rower. So went there. But in saying that, enjoyed my time out centre there. I, I thought it was good. And you know, I guess I, I also I was I wasn't the best centre defensively. I was always coming in jamming and I'd just throw over the top. And looking to bash someone? Yeah, looking yeah. for a shot. So they, yeah. Fernsey soon got sick of me and moved me <laughs> on to the back row. Mate, you're a proud country boy. You yeah. got to rep country twice. It's no longer part of the calendar. I reckon that's a huge shame. Mm. Was it cool to do so and wear that jersey? Because when you were growing up, 
Uh, city country was massive, especially for country kids. Oh, it was massive, you know. Even, you know, not in a real country, but country for bush football. You know, the, yeah. the players from your local community go on to play country. You know, they were like your superstars yeah. for us kids growing up. And now my favourite players, even as a young kid, were these kid, these these men that played country for the local town and, and wow. go on and, and play Group Eleven or Group Nine or Group Ten. They were the heroes. They were your heroes yeah. so much. You know, it wasn't so much your, your players on TV, but yep. it was your guys that were going through and, and making footy. You know, you know, people awesome. we looked up to, and you know, I remember I always look up to Bubba Kennedy. He's yeah. from Alabama, and he was like the absolute king of the bush. And, yep. Um, you know, you got all these different players that were just you know absolute champions, and um, you know, I got to play with beside him in um, with an Aboriginal knockout once. It was like a surreal moment. It was like mm. I was playing with a um, Cliffy Lyons or a Jonathan First. That's and then, awesome. Yeah, you know, it's because when you're a kid, you know, you grow up and you look up to these yeah. guys. Yeah. Ben Barber, Brett Morris, Latrell Mitchell, Jamie Lyon, Greg Inglis, Cliff Lyons, Jonathan Thurston in the halves. The forward pack is Brad Clyde, Boyd Cordner, Greg Bird, Petro Sivanasuba, Cameron Smith and Shane Webke. Great footy side. Always a pleasure chatting. Legend, appreciate it. Thank you. That's it for another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is what our off-season looks like because the footy talk, it never stops. Early in the week, we release a podcast titled Debut Day, speaking to current and former players about the first time they stepped foot onto an NRL field. Midweek, it's the best of podcast. Interview highlights with some of the biggest names the game has ever seen. We've got immortals, blokes that should be immortals, test captains, origin superstars, premiership winners, and a whole lot more. These are the best footy stories you will ever hear. Weekends, our Dream Team series continues. We love it, we know you do too, so we get to continue the arguments over who is the best 13 ever. This is the only footy podcast that talks with the superstars and not about them every single episode. Three episodes weekly, all off-season. Make sure you come back soon, legends.